Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. Good evening, senorita. Good evening, papi. Welcome back, everybody, to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. And I'm your guest, Nelsa and Jorge. Tonight, we're talking about um, dating seriously. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about situationships. We've talked about just talking. Uh, we've talked a lot about all sorts of relationships. But what do you do? Where do you go when you're ready for a real serious commitment? Um, just in my own cycle, this topic came up as um, you know, something of interest, a lot of my friends and I are in that stage of life where, you know, we're ready to, you know, look at something committed. And that doesn't mean necessarily marriage per se. Sure. But it does mean more than just talking. And, <laughs> yeah, as we talked about in our previous show. So uh, what do you think? Um, you know, as far as the male perspective, I'm very curious uh, because maybe you can help me find where I need to be. Where where are men looking for women, or how do you how do you set that whole search up when you're ready to find something more serious and stable and committed? I would say that um, that's actually a pretty complex question nowadays because um, as a society we've become so dependent on technology um particularly our cell phones where everything that we do especially uh, our social life uh, and of course our dating life it's all connected to our cell phone and once technology kind of established that turning point it's almost like we've become uh dependent on dating apps to meet partners um i feel that me um as far as my personal experience and also my experiences um you know with friends who are in that same phase as me whether it be dating or you know separated or divorced and kind of you know starting over a new chapter so to speak um they're pretty much very reliant um on technology and dating apps to help them with that and yeah, it has its, you know, its benefits, uh, but it also has, you know, its cons as well, because especially uh, when, you know, you were part of that era where we didn't need dating apps to date. Right. You actually met people and they talked in person. <laughs> and that just seems to be such a lost art. Um, I really do miss... Um, you know, just kind of having casual conversation with someone and it leading to a an interesting conversation or, you know, meeting people out and about or, you know, friends even, uh, knowing someone that they think would be great for you. But it just seems like everybody seems to be in their own, um, you know, in their own hood or in their own circle. And, you know, I'm not, I haven't given up, but I am very curious. And so as a part of my research tonight, I decided to look, like you said, with technology first. Uh, and so I found an article, uh, 
Kestiana Boom, um, uh, MBG was the uh, mindbodygreen.com was the site. And she said she tested the eight best dating sites for serious relationships. Huh. Uh, so I was very curious as to what she was saying. What I really liked about this article, and I'll try to link it in our show notes uh, for people who might want to read it in full. Uh, but the best ones, here were the eight. And then she goes through and gives like the pros, the cons, if they cost anything, uh, what she liked about it. Uh, but the best for marriage seekers uh, she listed as eHarmony. Uh, the best paid dating site was Match.com. The best for daters over 50 was Our Time. The best free dating app was OkCupid, which I've never used that one. I have never heard of Our Time. Uh, best for men seeking women, Bumble. Best for women seeking men, Hinge. Best for queer women, Her. And best for Jewish daters, J-Date. So those that those were on her list. And you could look up um, the best sites for serious dating, and it'll probably give you uh, a number of these and maybe some some others as well. So um, have you used any of these before, Poppy? I have used uh, OkCupid. Um, wasn't a big fan of it. Um, the layout uh, isn't the best. Um there is a like a paid option or something if you mm -hmm. want to upgrade, but yeah, it does start you out with the free version, and then if you kind of want to level up, you are able to mm -hmm. do so. And um, I didn't have much success with it. Um, I am on Hinge uh, and Bumble, um, and those I think are pretty solid, and you can definitely have some success. And I've met some you know pretty interesting women on there. Um, you know, over my time, um, I'm not on Tinder anymore. That was, um, yeah. Tinder at very, at the very beginning, uh, I met a couple of interesting ladies, but then after that, it kind of almost, it became it, a lot of almost a hookup site. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, um, it, it definitely has become strictly almost like a hookup site mm. or sugar babies or, um, you know, women promoting their Snapchat premium or OnlyFans. So it's definitely lost its way from when it started originally when I first got on there. Um, well, you so might need said, to use the paid option for it, too. You know, you get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah, I guess, um, <laughs> I guess the beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, yeah. yeah E-Harmony and Match are, have always been paid sites. So I've never used those two. In my online history, Hinge, uh, I felt like the options on there um, were interesting, but it never got past, you know, an initial match. Um, so I didn't find much success with that one. Um, so I was just kind of curious as to, you know, why she uh, picked what she picked. So I think, you know, again, you get what you pay for. But with eHarmony and Match, she says that the... The profiles that you have to, you know, the the um, questionnaires that you have to fill out can be very lengthy, but they really use that as um, the way to find your most compatible partner, especially if you're being very honest, of course, you know, you got to, you can only get what you put in, you know, uh, user error when what you put in is not really matching what you really want. Uh, some of the cons said is uh, you almost get nothing with the free membership so there is a free option there um, 
a lot of people still don't go through and do the detail profile and it takes a long time to set up. Uh, and the cost was very prohibitive. Uh, I thought, um, it's like 60 bucks almost per month with, uh, eHarmony. So you got to really be serious about, uh, jumping on that one. Match.com, again, it's been around, um, the longest over 25 years, um, has over 39 million daters. Um, it does the, the quiz again, to help you, you know, get the most compatible person. Um, and they have a tiered pricing, uh, profile. Uh, but the cost for this one was $44.99 a month. And then for the premium membership, it would be like $39 a month. Um, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is that, you know, it's asking for all of this detailed information, right? But to me, it's almost like people are more willing to read the information about somebody, which is good, I guess, in a way that you can weed out, you know, somebody that really doesn't have your similar interest or, you know, they're not really, um, you know, on the same page as you maybe with like your maybe your uh, religious beliefs or whether you want a family or those kinds of things. Um, but to me, I felt like, like, where do we get that in person now? You know, um, can you still so I, find that? Well, I will say um, just to kind of put a bow on the, on the apps. Uh, so I, you know, I do use hinge uh, bumble and Facebook dating. And I would say that they, pretty much have variety for everyone and they also have uh options for people who are looking to seriously date so i would probably say those are my favorites um uh, mm -hmm. just from a convenience standpoint um i've met some interesting women off there um and you know there's definitely women out there that are looking for something serious then of course you'll have your you know your exceptions where you know you have people who are maybe setting up catfish profiles or right. promoting their businesses or you know other endeavors like only fans or snapchat premium but um uh, for the most part I, I do think those three are are my favorite um but obviously um I would much rather prefer the old fashioned way of meeting women. And I actually did do some research on that mm -hmm. uh, to try to kind of give people perspective on how to meet people without becoming reliant on dating apps. And okay. the idea is to kind of, you know, look into neutral, casual, low pressure environments that you enjoy where you can meet uh someone that you know you might have some chemistry and compatibility and i took some you know some notes and bullet points on some of that digging that i did and this is what stood out to me uh so my source is uh andre samson um who has a youtube channel and he was speaking on this and i thought he made some pretty uh interesting points for example the gym uh, would be considered a pretty good place to meet someone. Um, mm -hmm. And once he kind of, you know, started breaking that down, he said that, uh, number one, you're making, you know, you're making uh, your health a priority and that's going to yield its own benefits, right, from a mental and physical standpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, so that in itself is a gain. And then obviously if you happen to run into someone that you find chemistry with and they enjoy going to the gym as well well that's a win-win 
because to me, right. um, sometimes Something in that common. can be exactly. And because sometimes, you know, some people are gym rats and some people are not, you know, right. and that can definitely be an issue if you're trying to, you know, establish that rapport. Uh, for some people that's a deal breaker mm-hmm. so definitely something to keep in mind um, social events like for example concerts uh, art galleries museums mm-hmm. uh, plays uh, different festivals uh, or you could also join an interest group uh, like say for example if you're a photographer right mm-hmm. uh, or you know you like um, you know running they literally have interest groups that you can join and connect with fellow people that also enjoy doing that, whether it be photography or running or, you know, cooking foodies or whatnot. Right. So that right there, I really wouldn't have thought about that as a, as a, you know, option to, um, you know, equate with dating, but it does make sense that, Hey, at least you're going to have common interest. And then if you have common interest, then, you know, that that definitely facilitates uh, getting to know someone because you could share a passion together. So I thought that was interesting to point that out. And I think there's a lot of sense into uh, those things that, hey, um, you're going to meet people there, obviously, in these events. And um, me personally, right, you want to have some things in common with your significant other. Right. Exactly. And that's a great way to lead to compatibility, especially. Like you at least know you have something in common with the person off the off the jump, or at least they're curious, you know, if nothing else, if this is their first time and, you know, they don't necessarily take to it, uh, at least it shows that there's a certain openness about them to be interested in something new. Yeah. And at least, you know, let's say one person's more experienced than the other then that right there is a conversation in itself that, hey, let's go, you know, to a place to, you know, do some photography shops. Let's go to. I don't know, the mountains or, you know, Asheville or, you know, Myrtle Beach or wherever. And, you know, we could take some good pictures and bring our cameras and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think that's pretty cool to kind of break the norm of always having to go for a drink or dinner to get to know somebody. Uh, So I think, you know, those would be kind of things to kind of, you know, keep in the back of your mind if you're ever trying to find uh, people and and dating apps aren't really your thing or because I have come across women that, say that dating apps aren't really their thing, that they prefer more, you know, the organic way, even though I argue that, you know, the organic way is, is almost a dying breed. Yeah. Um, and I think too, just, um, I don't know, maybe the time during COVID, you know, kind of made people feel a little more um, insulated and isolated and just that the art of conversation and knowing how to, you know, feeling comfortable. Some people are already shy and introverted. And so, you know, not really sure of how to start off. And maybe we need to do a whole show on, you know, uh, starting conversations or something, because it feels <laughs> like to me, like that's where things go a little haywire. Like just, um, hey, how was, you know, um, how are you tonight? What's your name? You know, to me, like being that direct is fine. Um, it's respectful, it's direct, there's no, you know, there's no vague, I'm not really sure if he was trying to hit on me or if he was just speaking or, you know, it's some very clear cues that you're interested. Um, 
and you know, rejection is a part of the game. It's a numbers game, everybody. Like there's going to be some no along the way. And I think I used to be so just torn up inside about the rejection. And now it's just like, okay, so whatever. You don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you. So thankfully people will say no to things they don't want um, and keep you from being stuck with somebody who isn't really interested in you in the long run. Um, so don't take it as a personal uh, something. It just may be, you know, you're just not their type. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, you could be a woman and they like men. You could be, you know, short and they like tall, whatever. Um, yeah. But- and sometimes, you know, I think uh, I think it's human instinct, right, to kind of think, well, what's wrong with me, you know, or that I do something or or was my approach, you know, too much or whatnot. But sometimes it's a they thing, not a you thing. Right. Exactly. And, and don't take it so personally. Um, have you ever done speed dating, Poppy? I have not. Um, it would be cool to try it just, you know, for the hell of it, just to say I tried it. Right. Um, I, you know, I have had friends that have tried it. Um, I've heard some mixed reviews on it. Some people said it was pretty cool and had an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Some people were like, uh, oh, a little too, too much going on and kind of, you know, felt like they had, you know, kind of like that overwhelming feeling because things were literally <laughs> happening fast and kind of, you know, quickly. So that's kind of the feedback that I've gotten from a couple of friends that have tried it. So, you know, kind of a mixed bag. But, you know, if you're single or, you know, you're open to, you know, try to find a significant other, I think it don't hurt to try, Um, you know, and if it doesn't work out, then, hey, you can at least say, hey, I tried it, not my speed. Exactly. Exactly. Um, You know, one of the other things that uh, I saw for, like, being able to find someone out locally is, you know, going to coffee shops um, yep. mm-hmm. or lounges. And, you know, I, I love the cigar lounges uh, because a lot of times they have live music. Karaoke was another one. Um, you know, places where, again, if that's something you're into, that's definitely not something that you're going to do if that's, you know, you're allergic to smoke. Please don't do that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> don't go to the pet day, adoption day. And volunteer if you're allergic to dogs and cats. That's not going to be healthy to find somebody who's all into pets and you can't breathe around them. Um, but, you know, being able to, to volunteer uh, even in something that, you know, four, you know, 5K, send me 4K, you can tell I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but a 5K or, you know, marathons or, or things like that. You know, that was some other some other um, it, topics that came up that I looked at as well. Uh, but when you're there, though, it's important to not be on your phone and, you know, be so into your TikToks and, um, you know, swiping on your date naps that you miss somebody who is live and in person who is giving you, you know, eye contact. So being able to make eye contact and um, look like you are approachable you know, for the right person, of course. So that was some of the, uh, some of the tips as well. Uh, and I thought, well, you know, have I done these things? I, you know, it's kind of going through the list of, of, um, you know, these like local groups and, uh, clubs or whatever singles events. And I've done some single, single events, uh, in the Charlotte area and, uh, know a couple of folks who organize those, uh, that I'd love to have on the show, uh, for some of our future shows uh, because there are several who um, they found success 
not only dating, but got married from meeting someone in the singles group, but had other singles in the group to find love in the, in the group as well and get married. And so I think it's, it's definitely, um, the opportunities are out there. It's just a matter of plugging yourself into the right things. And one of the things that I thought about too, even for myself was like, if you haven't found what you're looking for with the activities that you're involved in right now, maybe it's time for a brush up. Maybe it's time to add something new. Um, and so I've thought about taking up golfing um, for, you know, a new activity because that's something that I never learned when I was younger and I was an athlete in high school. Uh, but I thought, you know, a lot of people still like to golf to stay active and um, you know, a lot of eligible people are out there on a golf course apparently. Uh, so I was like, you know, maybe that's something that is a, is an option for meeting people. So uh, what about you, Poppy? Are you uh, trying anything new as the, the relationship cycle continues for you? You know, I, um, now that it's wintertime, um, and, you know, about to start the new year, uh, you know, I always like to set up some goals. I am one of those people where I do believe in the whole, um, you know, new year's resolution. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I like to set a couple of, you know, goals, uh, for myself and then, you know, focus on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I would be open to trying some of that stuff, especially since, uh, you know, I've worked from home pretty much since the pandemic started uh, in 2020. So I haven't gone into the office and yeah, I know it's not the ideal scenario, but you know, I've seen people who have found some success uh, and, you know, in the office and in the work environment, particularly people who, mm -hmm. you know, bartenders, waitresses, um, right. you know, realtors or people that work in the medical field, right? Like they are constantly meeting new people, whether they want to or not, because it's, part of the, the job yeah, the profession. Yeah. so they tend to kind of have an advantage that hey you know they're going to run into a lot of people and it's a numbers game now obviously you know sometimes they're going to run into people they don't want to run into um but uh that does kind of offer you know another um you know avenue of meeting people um obviously i don't have that luxury since i've worked from home uh pretty much since 2020 so mm -hmm. that definitely um, has made me aware to even be a to, to maximize my social setting opportunities because, you know, I work, you know, working from home, there is no real opportunities to meet new people. Right. Um, and you know, one of the other things, uh, a dear, dear friend of mine recently started seeing someone a few months ago. And one of the things she said, um, was she finally made a decision and she was like, and I asked God for what I wanted. She said, but I had to really figure out what did I want? And I thought that was a neat uh, and insightful thing to say. Like how many of us have really written down and thought about like what it is you're really looking for? And I'm not talking about uh, looking for, you know, perfect, but who is what would be perfect for you? You know, that means there's still going to be some flaws. There's still going to be some things that, you know, you got to navigate, negotiate with each other. But what is what is perfection for you in terms of the right person? And so often we're going out just sort of looking to see who would even be interested in us as opposed to what are you interested in? Like, what does that person 
know, what are their qualities, uh, their personality, what sort of things do they like to do? Um, and if you have not, I think that's a great idea when you talk about making goals for the new year, Poppy, is to, if you have already written down some things that you want in a partner, maybe it's time to refresh that list and look at, do you meet the, do you meet the criteria for what you're writing down? Oh, um, because I've really had to be honest with myself, you know, in the past, you know, few years, like, would I have met my own criteria? And I think in a lot of ways, yes, but in some ways, no. And so as I feel like I've gotten, you know, um, a lot clearer, a lot, you know, a lot stronger, a lot healthier uh, in so many ways, I think it's time for me to update my list and, you know, really think about what are my non-negotiables? What are things that if I'm going to be in a healthy relationship that works long term, what does that look like? for real for real so uh, um, i would say that um a couple of other things that come to mind just you know from thinking about this uh especially for people who you know faith means a lot to them or more mm -hmm. religious maybe going to a temple or you know a mosque or you know church like those mm -hmm. are places where sometimes people have some success especially right if their beliefs or you know their religion is is a strong role in their life then right that to me seems like a, a pretty uh, interesting avenue to consider. Um, mm -hmm. So that way you would meet a significant other that also shares those same values. And that in itself, I think will make a world of difference. Um, also one thing that comes to mind that I want to try and implement uh, next year, as far as dating would be to get away from the standard let's meet for dinner. Uh, yeah. scenario and maybe get a little bit more um you know active uh, and more creative mm -hmm. with the activities while meeting some someone new uh so that is something that comes to mind that i want to try to you know kind of try out just to see you know whether it makes a difference or not but i think that it's worth a try because normally i kind of lean more for hey let's get a beverage or Let's mm -hmm. get dinner type scenario, uh, which is kind of almost like the standard um, approach. But I but this year I would like to maybe switch it up a little bit and maybe, you know, go, um, you know, shoot pool or, yeah. um, you know, go, um, you know, to a museum or a festival or something like that. So, mm -hmm. you know, trying to maybe get a little bit more creative um, or maybe, you know, like, what do you call those rooms where you got to you know, figure out how the hell to get out or something like that. Escape oh, yeah. Rooms. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, that would be excellent. And, you know, a lot of people do axe throwing uh, down where I live. Yep. Um, so, you know, there are all kinds of ways to be active and still have a conversation. Because to me, movies were never good. Uh, nope. That's because you can't talk. Yeah. Right. And yep. you can't really get to know each other that way. Uh, but at least if you're moving and active in some way, it doesn't have to be like, you know, we don't have to be out here rock climbing or anything. But that's the thing. <laughs> hey, go for it, you know, but um, you're kayaking, you know, that was one of the things that I used to enjoy doing come springtime. I still do. Um, and that's a great, honestly, it made a great date. Um, you know, early on in my Tinder dating, that was one of the activities that I suggested and somebody really took me up on it. And uh, we had a great time, you know, out on a little lake, just kayaking and talking. And we played some music and had cigars. And 
I mean, it was, it was a fun date. Um, it was actually one of the uh, most interesting dates I ever had on Tinder um, that, you know, I remember vividly because it was so different. Like, it was not the typical run of the meal, go to dinner. It stood out, exactly. Yeah, like it left an impression on you mm -hmm. and, you know, it, it kind of made it feel like it had a little bit of specialty and creativity. So, yeah, yeah I agree. I think that's... Um, uh, you know, a good idea to try to, you know, mix things up a little bit. Uh, another scenario that comes to mind would be, you know, with the people that know you well and people that you trust, you know, if they have friends or, you know, mm -hmm. if they're, if they have someone that they think might be compatible, you know, maybe doing, you know, a, a little, you know, a game night or, you know, having a cookout or something and inviting, yeah. you know, people together and then just kind of, you know, see how that evolves without, you know, forcing the issue, of course, and making things awkward. But, you know, uh, like P. Diddy said, you know, me and my friends can be friends with your friends. So you did not say P. Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know he's in some hot water, but I'm talking about the P. Diddy that was, that show, that was yeah. dropping hits in the 90s. That's the P. Diddy I remember. <laughs> I know it. Exactly. But um, yeah, and that that again is, you know, when you're really trying to to get serious. And of course, I would not recommend asking your friends to hook you up with somebody and you're not serious because that can really throw a monkey wrench into friendships. So, you know, again, if it's not, if it's not really, you know, going to be something meaningful, you might want to steer clear of that if it's going to create a problem for your friendship. But we're talking about serious dating, moving on to some sort of, you know, major commitment, hopefully. Or at least can lead to that. It likes you both. You both are trying to get to that, even if it doesn't happen to work out between the two of you. Um, and I again, you know, just really telling the other person and being honest, maybe not throwing it at them all on the first meetup or the first conversation, but really being honest about what it is you're looking for in terms of the level of commitment. Like eventually I am looking to be with someone that I am long term committed to. Like, I'm not just out here just seeing what we can see. And, you know, I just don't want to keep situation shipping myself, you know, ad nauseum. Um, you know, but if that's what you want to do, you know, have at it. But, you know, again, being honest, I think, is really the best policy. Good communication never, never, never uh, hurts. Because you might end up being good friends if you're not anything else, you know. And you've you've created another good relationship, even if it's not the one that is going to be the, you know, the end all be all as far as love goes. Yeah. And, you know, with that is it, it can be tricky, obviously, because um, you don't you don't want to connect someone with someone who's going to, you know, mislead or, you know, not looking for something serious. Well, you may have a girlfriend who really is trying to find somebody serious. So that's why. Uh, for example, if I were to do something like that, right, I would at least want to get a gauge of like, hey, what are you ideally looking for? Like, are you just mm -hmm. looking for somebody to spend time with or are you looking for something, somebody to settle down just so that at least I can kind of give whoever I'm trying to, you know, play Cupid with at least a heads up that, hey, this is my friend, you know, jams and, you know, she's uh, looking to, you know, maybe settle down or maybe, you know, find her person. So that way that person kind of has an understanding that, hey, this ain't this ain't a quick roll in the hay type scenario. <laughs> so like you would not be wanting to set your friend up with a friend who is not going to be good for your friend. It's like 
that's such a sticky, sticky place to be. Like you, you feel responsible for somebody having false expectations. The other one being a real jerkhead. Um, but at any rate, I feel like these are this this show topic really helped me out, honestly. Because uh, I was just like, really, besides going back online, you know, what are what are the alternatives when you're ready to kind of move forward with finding something a little more serious? And um, hopefully this has helped our audience. And um, if you have ideas about, um, you know, how to move that relationship cycle into the next level, uh, by all means, uh, leave us you know, leave us something on our YouTube channel. We would love to have you comment there, especially, uh, you know, it helps us to get found. Um, always helps with those pesky little uh, algorithms like it. Um, leave us uh, show ideas there. Uh, we always love that because we're looking for uh, ways to continue to serve our listening public and to keep the show interesting and, you know, um, helpful productive for you all and i want to mention that uh just to kind of put a bow on the uh, discussion of you know finding alternative uh, options other than dating apps uh for example for me facebook uh has a, a plethora of options as it relates to groups for example i'm in several podcast groups which is basically podcasters that you know want to promote uh, whether it be uh, their podcast or whether they want to mentor or they want to provide, um, you know, recommendations on different, you know, things to use or platforms and things like that. So if you go to Facebook and I don't know, you like bird watching, go in Facebook groups and, you know, type in bird watching group and you'll mm -hmm. be surprised the kind of groups that will come up. And then at that point, you know, you can kind of connect and, you know, see if you meet like minded people. Wow. Look, got to love it. You know, it, um, it, there's just so many different ways. And uh, if you're still kind of out there wondering what to do, just take the first step. You know, just get yourself out there. Uh, if it's not online, go volunteer. Go put yourself in a new uh, situation. Tell a friend that you're interested in meeting someone. But put the intention out there. That's the way to, to get the ball, you know, rolling. Um, but we wish you every success and happy holidays from the relationship cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, everybody. Guys, thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for another wonderful year of podcasting and having interesting conversations. And obviously, it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't have the support of our listeners. So please subscribe, uh, like, follow us and give us feedback. We love feedback. And listen, sometimes, you know. We're not on our A game. So if you feel that, hey, you know, maybe you guys should cover more of this or more of that. Hey, we're uh, at least open to listen and we're open to, you know, improve and enhance the, the podcasting experience for everyone that, you know, supports us. Absolutely. Until next time, everybody. Happy holidays and buenas noches. Thanks for joining us today on The Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.